0: Hello and welcome to my YouTube channel. I am Tina Hoppert. I am the woman behind the Carrots and Cake brand and Carrots and Cake is all about having your carrots and cake too. So finding that healthy balance with your nutrition and your lifestyle and fitness, but also having some fun and making it realistic and sustainable as far as living a healthy and happy life. So today I am going to talk about four diet rules that I like to break. And coming from this diet culture world, I have been online since 2008. I feel like I have seen it all as far as the good, the bad, the ugly when it comes to diet culture. And oh, I mean, I think more of it, most of it is pretty harmful. <laughs> so today I am here to tell you how I navigate it and some of the rules that I break and think are totally silly and don't make sense. And hopefully they resonate with you too. And of course, I would love to hear about the diet rules that you think are totally ridiculous and ones that you break too on the regular, because yeah, those diet rules, I think they really prevent us from knowing what our bodies need. And it essentially has us ignore our symptoms and ignore what our body needs. So hopefully this video will resonate with you. Hopefully you will relate to what I am saying here. And maybe you'll even have a good laugh about some of these because some of them are totally ridiculous. Okay. So let's jump right into this. So the first diet rule that I love to break is I eat lots of high calorie foods. And I think in the past, like in my twenties and my thirties, I was all about the low calorie foods. And I automatically thought if it was low calorie, it was healthy. So I was eating, you know, zero calorie noodles, 100 calorie snack packs, um, tons of lettuce and salads and things like that, salads with chicken breast, dressing on the side. Like I literally thought the fewer the calories, the healthier I was. And that's how I was going to lose weight. Nowadays, I think it's pretty much the opposite of how I eat. I am really looking for foods that are high in nutrients, that are calorie dense, nutrient dense. Um, So nowadays I'm eating a lot of red meat. So I eat a lot of ground beef. I eat a lot of salmon. I eat a lot of butter, a ton of butter. And it's funny having the butter conversation with some of our clients. Some of them are really afraid of butter, um, but butter is so good for you. It has cholesterol and vitamin A and retinol, and it's tasty. Like you literally put butter on anything and it's going to taste better. butter and salt taste better. But anyways, I really strive to find these nutrient dense foods. And I think this is actually how I have improved my health. I have really overcome a lot of nutrient and mineral deficiencies. I have ulcerative colitis. So I have a chronic GI disorder where I don't always absorb my vitamins and minerals as well as I could. So for me, eating these nutrient dense, high calorie foods really give me the most bang for my buck. And I think I am definitely healthier overall with this mentality versus the trying to eat as few calories as possible. I just think about all those diet foods that I ate and some of the ingredients and the fake sugars and the chemicals. Long story short, (laughs) the rule that I like to break is I do not strive to eat lots of low calorie foods. If anything, I am eating high calorie foods most of the time. And really, I think eating these types of foods are a lot more satisfying. I mean, think about a meal with protein and some fat, if it's coming from butter or oil or avocado or whatever it is, it's so much more satisfying. So I think between meals, my hunger levels and cravings are a lot more steady. And of course, I'm not craving a bunch of junk like I used to. I feel like I didn't have any control around sugar and carbs and things like that in the past. And now that I eat more of these wholesome, nutrient-dense foods, I don't have as many cravings. I feel like my blood sugar is a lot more steady. I'm a lot more satisfied between meals because I'm eating actual food instead of this weird franken food, low calorie, weird chemical diet food situation that I did for a lot of my 20s. I remember eating light and fit yogurt with Kashi cereal for breakfast every morning, which might've been 200 calories. And then for lunch, I would have those fiber one bars, which, oh my gosh, if you look at those ingredients, no wonder I was having GI issues. Um, low calorie or zero calorie calorie noodles. Um, I would use laughing cow cheese, which I do love laughing cow cheese, but again, those ingredients and those calories, not ideal. And yeah, a lot of sad salads, like just romaine lettuce, with cucumbers and tomatoes and a plain chicken breast with dressing on the side that I would maybe dip my fork in. It was so much diet food and just not a lot of calories. And no wonder I was hungry all the time. I had cravings, felt like I couldn't control myself around certain foods, why I didn't have energy for my workouts, why my hair was falling out. Looking back, man, so many diet mistakes that I made. But anyways, nowadays, The rule that I break is I do not, I do not strive or I do not eat low calorie foods. (laughs) They are not at the top of my list. Not to say that I don't eat them. Obviously I eat fruits and veggies and things that are naturally low carb or low carb, low calorie, but I do not seek them out. They are not um, a priority as far as the majority of my diet goes. The second diet rule that I like to break is that I eat after eight o'clock. I even eat after nine o'clock at night. I mean, I'll eat whenever I'm hungry. Honestly, (laughs) there's no rules about how late it is and when I will eat. I think there's a lot of that diet culture like, oh, don't eat past seven or don't eat past eight um, because you'll gain weight. And I don't think that's a situation at all. I really do think it's overall caloric intake, your activity level, your hormonal imbalance. I think there's a lot of things that go into play with fat gain and fat loss. I don't think it's just eating after eight o'clock at night. Um, but for me in our house, um, we have an eight-year-old, we tend to eat a little bit on the earlier side. Sometimes we eat at five o'clock, 5.30, six o'clock, somewhere in there. So by you nine know, o'clock at night, if I'm still up and I'm hungry, um, I will absolutely have a snack. And if you're somebody that has blood sugar issues or wakes up in the middle of the night, having a snack before bed can be really, really helpful as far as keeping your blood sugar stable. And when I was dealing with all of my overtraining issues and whatnot, check out that video if you haven't watched it yet. Um, Having a snack before bed was key as far as recovering from overtraining and helping me sleep through the night. And so when you're having that snack right before bed, make sure it has protein, a little bit of carbs, some fat in it. So it does keep your blood sugar steady. Like you don't want to have like a bowl of cereal and then go to bed. That's just going to spike your blood sugar and it's going to crash and you're going to wake up. Um, Oftentimes I'll just have a smaller portion of my dinner. Like if we have leftovers, I'll have that as a snack. Sometimes I'll do like a whole fat, like yogurt or something like that before bed, which tends to have a decent amount of carbs, protein, and fat. Um, And it can be really calming, you know, on the body, you know, before you go to bed. So If you're somebody that's waking up in the middle of the night, you're not staying asleep, try having a snack. It can make all the difference as far as keeping your blood sugar steady. So it doesn't crash and it doesn't wake you up. Um, but yeah, that myth of eating past eight o'clock and how you're instantly going to gain weight. I just don't think that has a lot of truth in it. Um, and really paying attention to what you are eating throughout the day and fueling yourself, properly with regular meals and snacks throughout the day. I think that is probably the most important as far as getting to your body composition goals. The third diet rule that I love to break, probably one of my favorites to break is that I don't save splurges for the weekend. I mean, I used to do that. I used to do that. I was on track Monday through Friday, and then I would just go off the rails Friday night through Sunday. And, I really did save up all my splurges for the weekend thinking I needed to eat clean, eat perfectly all week long, track my macros, do everything right. And then I was so restrictive during the week that the second Friday night came, it was wine and pizza and nachos. And honestly, it just lasted all weekend. So nowadays I have splurges Pretty much every single day. I mean, I was just telling a client the other day that, you know, I had a glass of wine with lunch on a Tuesday. I had ice cream as an afternoon snack. Um, We have pizza, you know, in the middle of the week as just like a regular family dinner. You know, we'll add some vegetables in there, you know, to even it out. (laughs) Gotta have some healthy stuff in there too. Um, But yeah, I'll have like a cookie with my iced coffee in the morning. I think having these little splurges every day or, you know, every couple days, whatever works best for you is really important because I do think it keeps you more consistent with your habits. I think the key thing here is the more imperfect you can be with your eating habits, the more consistent you will be with your eating habits. Because if you are so, so restrictive that you feel like you can't have these things ever, when you finally get to that, plate of brownies or whatever it is, you're gonna dive in head first and eat them all. So I really try to plan those splurges pretty much into every single day. And I mean, life is too long to not enjoy the foods that you like. And I mean, especially coming from carrots and cake world, I knew back in 2008, when I started my blog, that there was no way that I was going to give up my favorite foods. I obviously wanted to eat healthier. I wanted to shape up for my wedding day. I wanted to look good and feel good, but I knew I wasn't going to give up my favorite foods. And I think over the years, I've really discovered how to incorporate my favorite foods into my everyday life. And I think overall that has become an amazing lifestyle where I am living in that gray area, enjoying my favorite treats. And I don't feel like that I need to be on track or off track. And I mean, I think about, vacation and things like that. Like my eating habits don't really change on vacation. I pretty much eat the same. Of course I have some splurges. I have some fun, but like I'm also eating normal, healthy food that I eat all the time. Um, so basically, What I'm saying is I try to blend the healthy eating with the not-so-healthy eating, and the rule that I love to break is not saving my splurges for the weekend. I literally have them all the time, every single day. I love splurges. I love dessert. And finally, the last diet rule that I love to break is that I love fruit and eat a lot of it, and I also love fruit juice, which... (laughs) I'm sure there are some people who are totally shocked about my love for fruit. And I feel like fruit and fruit juice and things like that get a really bad rap in the diet culture world. Everybody just sees fruit as having too much sugar and it spikes your blood sugar and all that. But really nobody who is eating fruit is gaining weight and getting fat because of fruit. It's probably all the other stuff that you are consuming. Fruit is really good for you. Fruit has fiber in it, it has antioxidants, phytochemicals. It's generally low calorie. It is delicious. The carbohydrates are really easy for your body to digest. So if you're somebody who is active, adding fruit to your routine is amazing. And if you're into the whole fruit juice thing, I think fruit can be really nourishing if you're somebody that is really, really stressed out. Um, Our bodies lose vitamin C. Vitamin C can be really nourishing for the adrenals, um, which is why I drink an adrenal cocktail every single day. Um, But having that juice can be really, really nourishing and replenishing for the body. So don't be afraid of fruit and fruit juice. I do think they get a bad rap about having so much sugar, but I just don't think that's what's making us gain weight or preventing us from losing weight. If you're somebody who has blood sugar issues, and you do worry about fruit juice or fruit spiking your blood sugar, just consume it with some sort of protein or fat. So what I tell my clients when they're interested in this adrenal cocktail, I'll give you those details in one second. I just have them drink it alongside a meal. And I mean, that's a good way to mitigate a blood sugar spike. So keep that in mind. You can always pair your fruit with some sort of protein, some sort of fat. Again, fruit can be part of a meal. You don't have to eat it on its own, but yeah, don't, don't avoid fruit. Fruit is great for you. It is, especially if you're somebody who exercises on the regular fruit is awesome. Have fruit before your workout, have fruit after your workout. Um, Fruit is awesome. And it's one of my also my favorite rules to break. All right, so let's talk about the adrenal cocktail. The adrenal cocktail is a great way to replenish lost vitamin C as well as other important minerals because when we are stressed out, our bodies lose vitamin C. It loses macro minerals such as magnesium, calcium, sodium, potassium. Those are our main electrolytes. Um, so a way to replenish those minerals and literally get your spark back as far as energy goes is drinking an adrenal cocktail. And it is orange juice, typically mixed with coconut water, although you could do coconut milk um, if you do want a little bit more fat and to stabilize your blood sugar. And then as much salt as you want to put in there. And that's pretty much it. But that way you are getting your vitamin C, your magnesium, your potassium, your sodium, you are covering your bases as far as replenishing those lost electrolytes. But it's amazing. I have one every day. I recommend it to a lot of my clients. But if you're somebody that feels kind of fatigued, you're kind of dragging ass, um, adrenal cocktail, mid-morning, mid-afternoon, great way to have a nice pick-me-up without having caffeine or an energy drink or something like that. But I'm a big fan. And like I said, I love breaking the rule of drinking fruit juice and eating fruit. All right, guys, that was the four diet rules that I love to break on the regular. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, please take a second to like it and subscribe. You definitely don't want to miss future videos on this topic of diet culture. I think diet culture, is crazy town and I am here to denounce it and share why it is so crazy in a way that hopefully you can relate to. And if you're somebody that has been watching this and you've been upholding these diet culture rules, let me know, let me know what you've been doing, why you've been doing it. Or if you're somebody that's been watching this and, it resonates with you and you think some of these rules are totally crazy and you have decided not to follow them anymore. Let me know about that as well. I would love to get the discussion going on this because I do think a lot of women are afraid of, breaking these diet rules when if anything, they should break them. Because when you break these rules, you start to discover more about yourself and how your body responds to certain foods. And I feel like it almost takes like the blinders off, like what you should be doing because diets really put us in a black and white square box. When if anything, we are so individual and we need to figure out what works best for us. And obviously over the years I have, come to terms with a lot of these rules and I have broken them and again and again, and I realize that breaking them actually works for me and it doesn't negatively affect me. But of course, I would love to hear what you have to say because yeah, sometimes these rules keep you in line. They keep you accountable. They work for you. So obviously not, poo-pooing them, they could obviously help you and work for you. Um, but yeah, if some of this stuff is totally crazy to you and ridiculous, I would love to hear about that as well. So if this video resonated with you and you want to find that healthy balance between the carrots and the cake too, you want to feel empowered to break these diet rules, definitely check out our one-on-one nutrition coaching program. I'll include a link here so you can apply. Um, But we take a very holistic approach to nutrition. And our goal is really to help women figure out a realistic and sustainable path to take when it comes to their nutrition so that they feel totally confident with what they are doing and working towards their goal. So. Check out the details and I hope to hear from you.